<coughs> morning guys welcome to an audio so uh when i get back from walking the dogs this morning i'm gonna sit down and write this article for fine woodworking magazine that they've asked me to do about um spoon design so i thought i'd gather my thoughts here and just there's one other point i've done two other episodes about spoon design but there's one other point that i wanted to talk about which is uh the process of figuring out what a good design is anyways in terms of its function because I think a lot of the times we have sort of a proto-image of what a tool should look like in our head that's sort of the equivalent of when you ask a five-year-old to draw a house and you draw a square with a triangle on top and a chimney with smoke coming out of it and you know a front path and a picket fence and the family lined up outside and that has no resemblance to almost anybody's house. So, uh, right, but it's just like in the same way that if you ask them to draw a tree, they're going to draw a lollipop, essentially. In the same way, I think when we sit down to carve a spoon, we are not thinking as clearly and as uh, fine-grained as we need to about the actual design aspects that go into a great spoon or tool, you know, that you're going to be carving out of wood. Um, So how do you gain that? I think part of how you gain that is by paying attention to the tools that you already have in your life, the spoons and the spatulas and the cooking spoons and the ladles that you already have in your life. What works about them? What doesn't work for you? Um, And sometimes... There are examples that come into your life that make you realize how you've just been assuming that something was the way it should be, but then this example comes along and shows you that actually you you know you had a data point of one and you weren't thinking clearly about this aspect. The best example for me is this ladle that a friend of mine has. <clears throat> it's essentially an inverted cone. It's a funnel. It looks like a funnel, but with no opening at the bottom. It's made out of metal. But because the sides are flared and shallow, uh, but it's deep in the middle, it, it holds quite a bit. But the, the shallow sides, the shallowness to the, the, to the sides means that it will pour without having to tip the handle very much at all. Which, as it turns out, is a delightful feeling and makes me realize that the ladles, as you think of when you're thinking a ladle, but that's actually quite annoying how much you have to tip the handle in order to get the liquid to come out of such a deep, steep-sided bowl. And that was part of the inspiration, that, that recognition of, of that feature it was part of what inspired my uh, ladle as it has come to be. So sometimes we don't even know what we don't know. Right, and that's the thing that separates great design from not great design is not um, so much being able to logically think through, you know, how you use something, which that's important, but sometimes it's just something hasn't even occurred to us as a variable that should be considered, because all the examples in our life are one way. Um, this is true of so many things, but let's just keep it with spoons for a minute. So, for instance, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. <clears throat> oh, yeah, great example, for instance, would be um, that, for instance, 
um, if you're basing your wooden spoons, like a wooden eating spoon, off of a metal spoon, well, most metal spoons have a very flat handle because they're stamped out of uh, a sheet of metal. Um, and those that aren't are based off of those that are. And recently, to be a, a thing of having, you know, more rustic handles on spoons, but often they're round and they often feel kind of weird because it makes the spoon feel tippy. But there's a whole host of options between a round handle and a flat handle, a perfectly flat rectangular handle, um, that are delightful. Until you come across an example of one such, it might not even occur to you. I know it didn't occur to me until I bought a spoon from Yoav LKM that uh, had a diamond handle. Uh, it didn't occur to me that that was even an option. I remember just blowing my mind that a handle could be, have a different cross-section. And that was a huge eye-opener for me. So exposing yourself to what is out there, both in terms of uh, seeking out good examples of other design options from people you admire, but also keeping an open eye for the everyday tools in people's kitchens and thinking critically about what works and what doesn't, I think will really help you uh, sort out in your own mind what um, what might be something you haven't even considered. Because I guarantee you that it's the, it's, the, it's the thing that you haven't even considered that's going to dramatically improve your work and will also push your work beyond that of other people uh, such that it stands out because people are going to say, oh, that's fresh because it is fresh. Because if it was something that everybody else was already doing, it would definitely be something you would have already thought of. That's it. I'm going to go write this article now. Fired up. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.